Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world, this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed, waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, Triple M's, Tanya and Steve. Good morning, welcome to Hump Day. Hello. Hello. I wonder whether Jace, our boss, knows that I invented Hump Day. Oh, I'm sure he does. It's a well-known fact. Yeah. Well-known fact. First time I ever went on radio, Jason, I named it. And then it started taking off all over the planet. Right, Steve? Yes, dear. <laughs> Just agree, Steve. Yeah, thank you. Oh, come thank on, guys. It makes it easier. It's yeah. not a tip you have to give me, guys. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Did you like that, Did you? I know. It was like for the first time, Ryan said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give Steve some advice to keep Tanya happy. Thank you, Ryan. You know the saying, happy wife, happy life. Uh, right, mate. Here's another saying for you. We're not married. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. We are between six and nine. That is true. I thought you were going to say sheets then, but yes, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, uh, well, now our boss knows. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I think he was the last to know. Hey, what's going on? What's go- mate, what's, go- what's this giant big bunch of flowers in the studio? What's, go- Aww, what's happening? That's from our, our, our big boss, Trace. What's that for? What for? Being an home. Oh. oh my God, Ryan! How long is this going to go? <laughs> Forever, Forever. Oh, beautiful. That was last Wednesday. <laughs> so yeah, she sent me a beautiful bunch of flowers, which oh. will which will sit beautifully along the ones you guys guys got me. So thank you very much. Yes, yes. You're I welcome. I live in a florist shop at the moment. It's gorgeous. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> back to school. How was it? I, I had, by the way, while we were there. Uh, bloke, and I love it when I get to chat with older blokes. What? Uh, and he came up and went, Oi, Steve, don't forget, you know, Tanya's got the OAM. Well, I am only one year away from my OBE. I went, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, mate. All of us get old bastards at 80 awards. Take a lot too long, guys. I know. Uh, yeah, I, I went, didn't know that was a thing. Good on you. That's well, awesome. I don't think it is, but he's invented it. <laughs> yeah, it's got my old bastard at 80 oh, award. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you are. Will people stop asking me what OAM means? Order of Australia Medal. I know you, you know. Oh. I just keep getting it mixed up because I'm dyslexic. I know. What are you calling me? <laughs> Royalty. Uh, yeah, Your Majesty, mate. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh, look. Um, look, back to school yesterday. How was it? Was it brilliant? It was good for me. My yeah. kids, year four and year one. Happy with their classes. Super stoked with their teachers. Phew. Happy with the, the students and their friends. Yeah. I mean, there's always like, oh, why didn't I get in that class as well? Why didn't uh, they come in ours? But yeah, super happy, yeah. super, yeah. That's the stress. Excited to be back. That's the stress for a kid at school. Are uh, you in the same class as yeah. your best friend? And, yes. <laughs> and it's a bit stressful for parents. Oh, yeah. Should have yeah. seen the group chats that Lucy's, my wife's on. It's lit up yesterday. Who's in this class? What about that person? Oh, my God, they're not going to be happy with that. That's oh, so true. Geez. It is. And yet yeah. I never went in going, hope I'm with my best friend. I put my head in hoping anyone I hated wasn't in there. Yeah. I went that way. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, yes. Yeah. They're not in this class this year or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit on a different. BJ, my son told me there was a pupil for a year. <laughs> um, I'm still investigating. Seems uh-huh. odd. Yeah, All right. Seem but odd. I'll uh, look into it more. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, no, we're good this year, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we? It's my boy. <laughs> it's the 1st of February today. On the line. What's the scene on the line today? Well, starting today, it's historic for Australia because um, men and women will have access to paid family and domestic leave, as I say, starting today. Um, so what that means is employees will have the right to access 10 days of family 
and domestic leave in a 12-month period that is fully paid for. Mm. Um, up until this date, the coalition, under the coalition, I should say, we had five days of no paid uh, family and domestic leave. Right. So this is a huge step forward. Um, it's for, two weeks, extra two weeks. Mm. Yeah, it is. A year. Now, that's for companies that have 15 employees or more. Right. So uh, medium and larger size businesses. If you're a small business, you this will kick in on August 1 and there will be help available from the government to ensure that your employees can access the same leave that everybody else can. How do you prove that or how do you get that rolling at work? And you know, one of the biggest problems, great idea, don't get me wrong, I'm not putting it down, I'm just saying I'm curious of the machinations of it all. You know, a lot of people don't even want to admit it. Yeah, sadly. You know, it's just the truth. It just, is the, the truth. reality of what's going on here is, yeah. and then if not, okay, you, uh, look, I'm this, I need this time off, I, well, don't you need a proof, a doctor, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to make it hard, Steve. Oh, I hope not. No. That's my point. No, no, no. That's my point, yeah. Th- this will be a situation where people... See, but the problem has been for a long time that when we say to people, please leave, please get out of that situation, they can't just leave. They need to make arrangements. Things need to be set up and they need money coming in if they've got a job um, that they want to keep. So this allows... Even even just psychological pressure lifted. Exactly. Just that alone. 100%. To give you room to do those things. Yeah. The statistics I saw yesterday when I was reading this, they do vary depending on what agency you're reading your domestic violence statistics from. Mm. But the one that the news were kind of rattling around were one in six women will experience domestic violence in their life. Gosh, that's a huge number. Yeah, mm. and one in 16 men will experience family and domestic violence. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, hey, it's good. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And again, like we talk about so many of these things these days. Good to talk about it. Yeah, and that applies, by the way. It's a thing that's going on out there with stats like that. Of course. That's, that, that applies to part-time and casual workers. Yeah. And um, you'll get the, the, the same pay as if you were working. Yeah, okay. So I think it's a historic uh, leap forward and well done to the government for getting it up and running. Yeah, true. Mm. I spotted this yesterday and put it up. And I, honestly, you know when you see something and you just whack it on your own socials to see if people go, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Well, one of the biggest uh, amount of... Likes and, oh, yeah, that's my childhood. I couldn't believe it because I thought it was just my family. Yeah. And it's simply, remember when we used to make glasses out of our old Vegemite jars? What do you mean used to? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, I, I did worry about that, actually. I thought, no, it, what if Dennis still does this? Well, I've got a jar. I've got a jar cupboard. So what do you do with them? You can't throw out a perfectly good glass jar. Yeah, all right now. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. You can recycle and then, it. You know, and, and you know what? You know what? I'm going to stop talking. Why don't you tell me about how you were raised on tripe? <laughs> tripe? Sheer luxury. Waste oh. not, one not, everybody. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know there's people starving in Africa, Steve. Well, send it to them, Dad, because I ain't eating it. Hey. Yeah, I know. I might how. not drink out of every Vegemite jar, but, but I save them. certainly put a candle in them, oh, yeah. put oh, them okay. in the garden. Wow. There you go. See? See well, repurposing. Well, well done. No, I like your repurposing. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Thelma. And do you remember well, when we went to a cafe not long ago and yeah, everything was trendy. like... Trendy. Ev- they were full trendy. We were Absolutely. drinking out of Vegemite jars at the cafe. We were. And jars as well. Yeah, no, no, well, yes. Yes, I uh, wasn't going to pick you up on that, but well done for picking yourself Thank up, you. Kenya. Uh, we are radio announcers. We are supposed to speak proper life. <laughs> it's Tanya and Steve. This is Triple M. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud and 
Yesterday we were talking uh, later in the morning about uh, couples that sleep in separate beds. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was up on our, our Facebook page, I think, last night. Right. And our Triple M Facebook page. And so many people are, are still admitting that they're in separate bedrooms these days. Yeah. For, for many reasons. Snoring, different work shifts. Don't like kids, each other. Don't like each other. <laughs> yeah, look, for many, many reasons. Like <laughs> um, there was some cute comments, though, on the page. I've got to mention one of them from Matthew. He said, FF. S, which I think means f- 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 fiddly sticks. That's right. How, oh, yeah, it does. How yeah. creepy is no, you Triple... See, you've set me up there because I always correct you. Like, uh... <laughs> how creepy is Triple M becoming? Mind your own business, you perverts. Yeah, I know. So... We can, it's been like that since Jace took over that show. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought we'd upset Matthew even more. Right. Um, because remember one of the callers we spoke to yesterday, Mark, mm. who said this? We do. We have a schedule. Um, yeah, it's not romantic, but... My wife's not interested, but I am. There you go. Mm. So they have a schedule for you know what? Yeah. Mm. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not schedule. that weird. I mean, I do. Sometimes I have to trick myself into having a headache. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I've got a little rosty. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm a bit tired tonight, too. <laughs> but we didn't even ask Mark that. He just volunteered <clears throat> the fact that there is a schedule. And I just got me thinking, there'd be a lot of couples, like the separate bed, mm. that are on... Um, like a calendar invite, maybe. I know a couple that um, every Sunday morning, eight thirty, nine o'clock, <laughs> around, somewhere around there, they uh, that's that's their designated oh, Lord. designated time. Sunday morning at eight thirty. Thought the same thing. Oh. So, Why Sunday that, morning? That is no, that's a low energy time. So who looks after the kids, Rose? <laughs> Man. I yeah. wish it was that regular for me. <laughs> nah, true, true. So I'm cute. Nah. Eight thirty on a Sunday you're morning. You're talking to a single bloke over here. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm just loving this whole raid. No, go carry on, you two. Well, I'm curious. Is anyone... Next thing you'll be bringing up that your dogs are alive. <laughs> I'm curious. Is anyone willing to admit that now that we've gone to separate beds yesterday? Mm. Are you on a cat? Like, oh, are you on a schedule? I actually don't think there's anything wrong with it because it life gets busy. It does. <laughs> it's like date night. Yes. Do date, you know what I mean? Yeah, people, yeah. people schedule date nights. I'd rather schedule a date night that would might lead to it, to be honest with you. Rather than yeah. rather than a full Monty. Mm. Yeah. Well, one triple three five three. we would love to talk to you right now. You but can I, remain anonymous as well if you want to give us a call. Do I'm you like have a Rosie, schedule? though. I know, um, not, that, <laughs> not that it's Sunday <laughs> oh, morning for us yeah. either, but... I know someone, and I was telling you about it, Thursday nights, Thursday yes. night. Well, yeah. And you know what makes me laugh? The nights people choose. Yeah. Or the mornings. See, mm. to me, it's an obvious one. Wednesday, hump day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an obvious one. It could it, be. That is locked into it. your head as well. True. Yeah, true. See? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad... You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. don't mind that, because mm. at least you'd remember. Yeah. And imagine how much we'll cheer then. <laughs> yeah, everyone, hump day! <laughs> Now it's just because it's kind of the middle of the week. Yeah. You chuck the whole thing as to what it really means. I and love it's like, that. Oh. And it's good because it's not like you normally have plans on a Wednesday night, hump night. So, like, I'd hate to have mine on Saturday night because then it's like, oh, we've got this party on. Oh, yeah, sorry. Gonna we miss won't. out. Gonna miss out. Yeah. Wednesday yeah. night, hump night. You know, you. I can't. Look how happy Rosie is. <laughs> Oh. That's the happiest I've seen you this this year. <laughs> I'm writing it down. I'm going right. to propose it to my wife. Vito, do you have an eye I, I cal alert? <laughs> yeah, kind of used to, but um, it got to the stage where every night when I wanted it, you know, it popped up. Yeah, here we go. No, I've got a headache. Mm. So one night I wake her up at one o'clock in the morning and said, here, take these. She said, what are these? I said, Panadol. What for? Your headache. <laughs> She said, I haven't got one. It's a good roll over. <laughs> oh, Vito. Thank you, Vito. <laughs> hey, Wes. Good morning, guys. Hello, Wes. You strike me as a calendar kind of guy. Well, not, it's not so much a schedule, but we do have sexy undies Sunday. Oh. 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 Wes, don't let... Now I can never unsee it. 
What is, what, mate? And what does sexy uh, undies Sunday look like? Oh, it depends on what undies are fresh and in the drawers. <laughs> oh. Okay. So what, you just parade around the house in your sexy undies with? Yeah, yeah, maybe put on apron on if you're cooking or something like that. Okay. Oh. Oh. Get that one in your diary, Rice. You don't want to get hot greasy from the sausages all over your stomach. Oh, right, Resley, that's yeah. enough. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Wes. Well, it was all going to end up there. Of course. <laughs> anyway, I like your suggestion, though. I think we'll do that, yeah. I think it's give it a new meaning. Absolutely. Give it a new joy. <laughs> Why God not? knows it brought Risey a lot. <laughs> I'm proposing it starts today. <laughs> It's Tanya and Steve. Morning, everyone. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Hey, an amazing thing happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. I own this mobile phone I hold in my hand. Right. I own it. Yeah. No, no, but I've never, I've never owned a phone before. Oh, you're you're a plan girl like me. My, I'm a plan girl, right. and my plan finished yesterday. Oh. So I now own this phone. Yeah. Now, in the past, yes, I have got to the end of contracts and, and owned them, but I have to update because they were either broken or on their last legs, or mm. the battery had yes. died or whatever. Yep. Yes, there's nothing wrong with this phone. Right. So I went into Telstra yesterday. I skipped in. Yeah. And um, I gave everybody a kiss and said, "Hey." Fabulous news. I own this and I don't need your upgrades, so shove that up your Telstra Just rear end. Right, right after a kiss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the mixed emotions going through the poor people at Telstra. Well, Absolutely. no. Come here and kiss me and stick that up your clacker. <laughs> no, but it was a great feeling not to have to enter into a new plan. Yes, and I go, know what you're saying. Do me a good deal, please. Yeah. Otherwise, I can take my phone anywhere. Yeah, no, um, I do get that. And they were great. Look, the other thing is that happened. This is the second part of the news. Mm. Are you with Telstra? Yeah. Well, you've got Telstra points. Oh, yeah. What do they get you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean on the Telstra well, points? Well, here's the thing. I sound like I'm doing an ad, but I'm not. Because you know how, like, we have flybys, we have Woolies rewards, and yes. I never get anything out of those. Okay. I, I just don't know whether they're... I don't get it. Mm. People do, I know. Mm. I'm not one of those people. But with the points that they told me I had yesterday, I walked away with a, an item that was $220. Not a cent was paid because of my points. I'm really worried that you said an item and not yeah. what it was. It yeah. sounds illegal. <laughs> it does sound sus. Illegal, what was illegal or no, personal? It's not, a, it's not sus. It's a, um, it was a charging station. So okay. I can put my watch on it, my AirPods and my watch and ah, my phone. Yeah. So I'm just, it was a great day is all I'm saying. What a, what a fantastic <laughs> day. And now, hang on. What? Okay, let's timeline this, everyone. Yeah. She skipped in and kissed. Yep. She then said, stick it up, you clacker, and stormed out, and they went, oh, you might want to come back. All right? Pretty much. Then they said, you can have all this to do to your points. Yeah. All right. So then you left going. Yeah. You pulled some things out of clackers. Yeah. <laughs> it was a roller coaster of emotions. I can imagine, mate. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. I didn't even know I had points well, or, or whatever I, they are. I knew you wouldn't. Nah. You had to check these things. Yeah, well, yeah. But do you own, do do you guys own your phones right at this very minute? Never owned a phone in my life. There you go. Never ever. No, I don't own this phone, but I have owned phones in the past. Have you? And do you know how much you can get so much money for them on um like Facebook Marketplace? You could get like six hundred bucks for that. But then I'd have to go and spend two grand on a new phone. No, but can't you get it into your plan? Like, I don't want to. I'm plan free. I know, mate. This is freedom rise. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. get. I reckon Trevor, Texbert Trev, would be like, go on a plan because you're. I don't know, hey. save in the long run or something. Now here's the irony. I've been having a go at but at rising all week about playing crap fancy songs. Yeah. yeah. And here's his moment to play. That's freedom. <laughs> 
and nothing. Absolutely. Right? You just literally handed it to him on a platter, Tanya, because she strutted out of the Telstra shop singing in the top of her voice the only song that Rizzy hasn't played from John Farnham this week. What was that? There we go. <laughs> Honestly, it's that it's that own phone feeling. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay, now look me in the eye. How long before you get a new one? Um, as soon as the next one comes out. Yeah. Yeah. They look pretty cute, the new yeah. ones. Observe this over the last three days, bit from the weekend to even this morning driving to work. Yeah. Obviously, in Newcastle, we have a severe lack of camper van camping parks. Why? Because they're parking anywhere. Right. <laughs> even, you know, I walk across a little park sometimes to where I park my car. Yeah. There was one in front of my car, really? which looks like it's parked until you realise that there's a tent coming off it and a kitchen chair and a little stove for brekkie. So you're saying that people are just pulling up, up anywhere. And, and having their little camp outs overnight. So wonder if there's not someone roundabout to Jesmond. This looks nice, love. <laughs> oh, this takes me back to the pandemic in Byron Bay. Remember we had people from, from New South Wales, from Victoria, all moving up to Byron Bay, and yeah. there was no housing, so they were just using camper vans well, in car parks. maybe that's what's going on. They can't afford a house, they've bought an RV, and they're now parking anywhere they like. Right. From uh, King Edward Park, but did that little, yeah, you do that Sunday run. Yes. Going around. Just entirely. Wow. Every, every single uh, park available on that side road. Wow. camp Were like the big, and I'm the big ones. Every now and again, you get the little cheeky little uh, backpacker one, the yeah, Wickeds. The Wickeds. Yep. These are big deals. Like proper, right? ca- proper camp, like motorhome yeah. kind of thing. Yes. Wow. And the one that, as I said, is literally parked in my street kind of thing. I don't know who it is. And but they're just camping there. Obviously found it in a lovely area with a park. Wow, they must be. Be careful where you step, Steve. They'll be weeing. Oh, <laughs> well, this is the thing. If it was a wicked one, I would, but I think they've got their own tour. Oh, have they? Well, they, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're Winnie Bogos. Oh, these right. Are, these, are not, these are big, you know the big ones? Yeah. Not just the little high ace that's been done up. Or, yep. They're everywhere. I have not, I mean, <clears throat> I don't really notice things like that, so I haven't noticed it. I, I can't imagine. They're tiny. Uh, <laughs> why would you? <laughs> no, but I wouldn't even look and go, I'd just go, oh, there's no parks. I wouldn't yeah. look at it was. Have you noticed it down in Redhead Way, right? There's occasionally you see them in the car yeah. park down at Redhead because it's a huge car park. Well, the giveaway is in the mornings when I see them is they're cooking breakfast. Huh, that's, uh, exact, that's why, they, that's why I tell you I'm not thinking they're parking there. Okay. That's exactly what I see. They're cooking breakfast and they've got a little setup, like the little awnings there out and, the, and they've got the stove going. You're not allowed to. The worst part about it. No, no, I'm very aware of that. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Supercop. That's right. Because uh, I was going to ask that question. I actually think, and it, it's a cop thing, whatever, but I think they've gone, well, there's too many. What would we do? <laughs> I can't well, hey, look, look at all this. You've got to go around and book them. Oh, but th- there's too many. Exactly. <laughs> because there is too many. Oh, I know. It's just incredible. Really? I've got no problem with it at all. It's just blown my mind how many people own those things. Yeah. And they're not cheap. No. no. expensive. I know. The, actually, the Caravan Camping Expo, we've been talking about it this morning, is on this weekend. Yep. I love going and just going... Oh, my God. Yes. You could get a three-bedroom house for that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? hundred percent. It just blows your mind. Go and have a tire kick. Or, my God, this is as big as a three-bedroom <laughs> house. And you drive it around. I know, and they've got disco lights. And they've stuff. got all the gadgets these days. They yeah. should get me as a rep. I mean, really. It's one of those, you know, what do you, what do you, well, I know it's a bit exy, but... Uh, it's a house you can take anywhere you want. I know. You're not locked into some bloody fence stump. You know, you don't like your neighbours. 
Drive off? Move. Imagine that. <laughs> I know. It makes going pe- out the door if I work for it. It makes people into turtles. That's right. Because we can take our homes anywhere we go. Yeah. Yes, it does. Oh, look Hopefully that. a bit faster than a turtle. Down. <laughs> Put the turtle down. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it is. And it, they're everywhere, I'm telling you. Yeah. And it's just maybe. And then now I'm thinking, is it the housing crisis? Oh, it could oh, be. Maybe. We're having a laugh and it could be terrible. According to you, they're dearer than houses, though. <laughs> oh, well, not all of them. <laughs> There's some them. special ones out there. Yeah. Yeah. All there right. Well, I think they should all arrest them all and lock them up and get them out <laughs> so we can have a park near the beach. Absolutely. It's <laughs> 7.13. Daniel and Steve. Piper Butcher, one of our favourite local artists. She was on Australian Idol last night. We're going to chat to her next about a journey so far. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. How good was it seeing our pocket rocket? Yes, Piper Butcher on Australian Idol last night. Um, she's got some pipes. She certainly does. <laughs> she wasn't auditioning in front of the judges. She was actually in her family's West Walls End work shed. Yeah. Belting this out. Oh, I'm waking up. I feel it in my bones enough to make my systems singing that in front of the fan band and all that gear and she's been performing a long time now but when you're actually just doing it in your garage in front of Harry Connick Jr. just standing there nodding his head smiling he was like a metre away too like oh sitting no. so close Pi- <laughs> close to her yeah. Piper Butcher congratulations oh my god guys thank you so much for having me on how crazy is this it, it, just, it just looked weird Piper like, I thought, you, weird in a way of, like, you just went for it, you gave it your best, which is great, as we just heard there, but was it odd? Oh, my God. It was it was so, so odd. Ah. And it was it was such a real surprise as well. The three of us did not know that he was going to be at the house, and I was in such shock, and he's like, oh, yeah, do your audition. And I was like, well, I can't say no. He's right there. <laughs> Piper, you've just blown our minds. We assumed that this was all set up mm. and that Channel 7, the Australian Idol people, had warned you and said, Harry's coming to town, you're going to have to, oh, no. it's all for the cameras. But you didn't have a clue. I did not have a single clue and still, oh, my God, I still can't believe it happened. Oh, my God. I, I can also, knowing you well too, Piper, <laughs> your answer to people yes. who thought that went, uh, did you notice I had no makeup and a ponytail? <laughs> Do you think if Harry Potter yeah. and cameras were coming, I might have doled up? Well, I did see a tad no. of makeup. So did they let you run in and did you say, hang on, I need to go and put some makeup on? No, well, I I just thought, oh, I, you know, there were so many things running through my mind. That was the last thing on my mind. But nah. I was real, I, I look back at the videos and I had bloody grease all over my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you did an amazing job oh, under that kind of pressure. You so did. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Now, of course, we're in that situation where you're not allowed to tell us anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I just can't believe that it's all happening. And to look back, I can't believe I was in them bloody overalls, but <laughs> it was it was fun. It was so fun. Who's, I wouldn't change it for the world. Of course. Um, with it, I mean, obviously, I think you're going to say Harry, but what are the other judges like? We know Kyle. Um, we, you know, we know Amy, but what's Megan Trainer like? Because I'm a bit of a fangirl with her. Well, I actually, 
haven't met Megan yet. Um, oh. So because I've, I, I did the audition and Harry came here, I, I hadn't met the other judges. Oh. So hopefully with Top 50 Week in sight now, um, I'll be able to, to give you all the goss. But um, until then, I can just say, I, I, I've been saying it, you know, since last night, <laughs> that um, Harry Connick Jr. is the epitome of tall, dark and handsome. I just look up and I'm just taken. I'm hey. glad you've said that, Piper, because I'm telling you, known him for a long time, always yeah. been a bit of a fan. Harry, like, Harry's a nice fellow too. Yeah. Uh, but if he knocked on my, if I opened the door, I'd be like, where you want, mate? Oh, I wouldn't no. have recognised him. No, did you recognise him straight away, Piper? Oh, straight away. Oh, but yeah. I, I, actually, no, if you've seen the video, I'm just like, oh, my God, I wonder who the hell was coming in the shed. And I say, oh. hey. And then it sort of clicks, and I'm like, oh, See? holy <laughs> No, I wouldn't have recognised him. Oh, well, you His did. His hair's like, longer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's got a bit darker. of the scraggly yeah. looking about him. Um, but, yeah, that was amazing. And I'm so happy for you that Australia got to see the kind of raw talent that you have. It's incredible. Oh, thank you. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, it's, it's been so amazing having that opportunity. And so many people have saw me on the ads and they're like, oh, what's going to happen? Mm. And I was trying to do the um, the really noble thing, you know, oh, no matter what happens, you know, I'm just grateful I got the opportunity. Like, trying not to burst, saying, Harry was in my bloody shed. Yeah, you know I say, Piper, humility is just for talented people who lie. So we just hope, and I know you can't tell us anything, we just hope we can follow you. Absolutely. Getting through this a bit more, a bit further on. We want you to be the one, Piper. Fingers crossed, hey, I'm, I'm going to put all my, uh, my my hard blood, sweat, tears and, and other things into uh, this journey. So right. we'll see what happens. Thanks, Piper. Talk soon. There's Australian Idol back yeah, on 7.30 and 7 plus tonight. Just the um, lungs on her. Oh, know. she's so good. She's uh, amazing. Just give us another belt because there are a lot of like, no, we've known her for a while now and, and also you know a lot of people that know us see it. But really, when you hear that voice? In a shed in West Walls End. Oh. I'm waking up, I'm feeling in my bones oh. enough to make my systems grow. Welcome to the new age, to the new age. Welcome to the new age. Go, Piper. Good stuff. Go, Piper Butcher. Our local favourite on Australian Idol. Back tonight, 7.30. Well, the Newcastle Knights have had their first bit of luck for 2023. What? Good. It's terrible luck for another team, but it's good luck for us. On the very same day, it was confirmed that Cronulla's second-string fullback, Lachlan Miller, would join Newcastle for this season. The Sharks lost their other backup fullback, Kay Dykes, to an ACL injury. So they've gone from three fullbacks to one in the space of 12 hours. Wow. Bet if that happened a week ago, Lachlan Miller would not have been wearing the red and blue. Mm. But he was yesterday at training, spoke to club media after. Cronulla didn't have to let me go, but they needed someone in return, and so it was a bit of speculation when it would happen, when it wouldn't, and then pretty much in the last week or two, it was just like, yep, let's do it. The thing that people probably don't like is the Knights traded away a local junior in mm. Max Bradbury to get him, but they needed a fullback. So he's here, 28, on a three-year deal with a wife, son and another child on the way. Even though he's made his name in the Aussie Olympic Rugby Sevens team, he has played league all his life, mainly as a halfback, until he went into Queensland and New South Wales Cup and adds a bit more pace to the Knights' back line. Although he's not the fastest player at the club, that 
goes to Dominic Young, mm. who on the Telstra tracker last year, I believe, was second only to the Fox, Josh Adokar. Fastest man in the world. Mm. The fastest man in the world. <laughs> yes. Uh, this move does push all the chips all in, really, for Adam O'Brien, in that Miller can play as a wing or utility, but he's here to play fullback, which means mm. whether it works or not, Kalen Ponga will be number six for more than a game and a half that he was under Nathan Brown. But so It's worked so many times, full mm. back to six. Yeah. yeah. Darren Lockyer. It didn't work the last time they tried it, but it does tend to work mm-hmm. if you've just got to have the right halfback. And it does now mean that there's backup in pretty much all positions. Mm. So if you lose a 5'8 or a half or a fullback or mm. a hooker, the kind of people that they've recruited in the off-season can fill those spots. So like the nice. Miller... Probably the last piece of the puzzle that they needed a month out from the season start. A month out. Stupid question. Who's the Knights halfback this year? Jackson Hastings. Okay. Famous dad. Ah, yes. There you go. Who is it, right? Mr. Hastings. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, good sir. Hey, yesterday, Rutherford um, Technology High, and there were other schools in the region, Katara yeah. being one, I think. Yep. Was it Musselwell? Katara, Singleton. Singleton. Yep. Um, we know Belmont High went this way last year, mm-hmm. and it's these pouches that you put your phones in. What are they called again? Yonder pouches. Yonder pouches. Mm. Um, so the whole of uh, the school fraternity up there at Rutherford High, about 1,400 kids, um, I think 7, 11, and 12 went back yesterday. And, and so not the rest allowed to have them at lunchtime either. No, and the rest of the school years Ooh. go back today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it's rolling out at Katara or Singleton. But, yeah, if you don't know, they um, they take – well, the kids have to put the phones in these yonder pouches mm. and they can't access them again until the end of the day. Yes. And so we were really curious Has about – Has there been cars tipped over and, and lit, lit a light? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that right? At least. <laughs> well, we're curious because, I mean, the kids have gotten used to having their phones at school. Yeah. Um, and, but, but the whole reason for being is concentration – um, lack of like they they're yeah. trying to get rid of bullying. There's mm-hmm. there's many reasons why schools are signing up for this. Yeah, um, but we're curious if you have a child at any of these schools, give us a ring and tell us what their reaction's been like. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you. One triple three five three. Or if your kid going to school, quick call us before you have to put it in the pouch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. not, not long now. Yeah, I mean it's weird that like f- for how many years now this is they've gotten used to it, yeah. and then to rip it away. Well, yeah, who were we talking to? Uh, we had a chat yesterday about the very thing. It's all been. Gun- Encouraged to use your tech. Yeah, yep. very much so. Um, Trudy's on the line. Trudy, how do you feel about it all? Yeah, I, I, well, I completely understand why they're doing it, and it, it's a means of keeping all of our kids safe, mm-hmm. which you know, every parent will be on board with. But what my concern is, is that um, with technology, um, for instance, timetables, a simple thing like checking your timetable, the kids can't check their timetables on their phones. Mm. Um and that's been something that's been promoted for years um, through the schools, yeah. and it's more um, even to the point where the kids get told, um, you know, you check your phone. It's, it's definitely been promoted the way rather than printing out a million timetables for a million kids. Um, so they won't be able to do that anymore. But also for the um, higher learning levels, a lot of the kids use their phones as part of their research for their learning. So they use their computers and they use their phones. It's actually been integrated into the lessons. So that concerns me too of how that will be managed. Mm. Like, is it a bit of a backward step to, you know, have them these yonder pouches and have the phones in them for the duration of the entire day? Yeah, thank you, Trudy. Thanks for the call. We really appreciate it. Stevie Belmont, Warners Bay got them too, mate. They do, yeah. My uh, my 
soon to be seventeen year old came home with the pouch yesterday, uh, and he was explaining the pouch, and he said, "Yeah, I realised if you just tap it on the desk a few times, it pops open." There you go. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> there you go. So. Not even one day. No, I what? hope you're proud. Of oh my god! Found a way around it. Did the teachers cop on, Steve, or did the kids just open them up and go for it? Uh, I'm not sure if they've all cottoned off. Apparently, it's a magnet thing in there. But he was saying, yeah, if you tap it on the desk, the magnet comes open. He said, and then you can just pop it back in and it doesn't break it. I was like, oh, that lasted about two seconds. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Um, we don't want to snitch on you, but we've got the deputy principal at Warner's Bay on the phone yeah, now, that, I think. That didn't take long. Hello, Dobbed Amanda. Hi, how are you going? Very well. Did you hear what Steve said, that his son came home and was saying that if you just tap them on the desk, they open? Oh, yeah, we're well aware of that, and we're well aware of the, the system that kids will actually bring, you know, maybe the old phone in their pouch and then have their other phone in their bag. But this isn't something that we haven't already thought of. <laughs> kids are always ahead of the game, Amanda. <laughs> I know, we're not silly. The idea is that the kids, that you have a process in place, there's a system in place, the kids, the idea is to have the kids not having their phones out in class and being a distraction. So if that happens... And they've still got a phone in their bag that's not in the pouch. It's a win anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we've got them concentrating in class. They're not on their phones. They're, they're not the constant, you know, back and forth with social media and, and issues that we deal with with that every day. And I think the other thing too is that we need to realise that kids are great dobbers. So if someone's got their phone locked up and they're doing the right thing and someone has it, they're happy to dob on them straight away. <laughs> Amanda. You know what? I love the fact that you're so casual about it, Amanda, because you've thought of everything. Yes. You guys have thought of everything that the kids think yeah. they're, they're coming up with next. But yeah. I'm glad to hear you're across yeah. it. And it's a great win. If I haven't got them out in class and they're concentrating and learning and it improves their ability to talk to each other in the playground and have a verbal conversation, it's a win. Hey, Amanda, how much are the pouches? Um, they cost a fair bit for the school, but for a parent to replace when their kids cut the bottom open or smash the magnet on the desk. <laughs> yeah, that, this is where I'm getting to. Right, yep. Yeah, $12, about $12. Oh, okay. Right. Um, did you notice yesterday, Amanda, that um, kids were in the playground conversing, whereas once upon a time you would have just seen a whole bunch of tops of heads with faces down? Of course they were conversing. <laughs> they were telling each other how to break into the pouches. <laughs> Absolutely. It was just very different vibe in the playground. We went out and had a walk around and the kids were actually talking to each other. Other reports, because we've been planning this for months, but other schools have said that they even they had an increase in um, some peer conflict and issues to start with because the kids don't know how to speak to each other yeah. and, and solve issues. So we're ready for that as well. But yesterday was a very different vibe around the place and it was really positive and really good to see. That is so good. I'm yeah. so happy that, you know, certain schools have taken the initiative. It's wonderful. So good on you guys. It's a valid point too, isn't it? Kids aren't used to talking to each other. Yeah, It's true. a relearning yeah. of how to engage that way. 100%. And instead of coming up and showing a meme to yeah. kick off the conversation. Yeah, or texting and communicating oh, yeah. with, with um, yeah. em- emojis. They've actually got to use their words. Yes. I mean, well, I mean we're putting them down, but, but, but truly... Mm. It is a different ball game for them. Oh, yeah. It feels um, like most schools are going to go this way too. Yeah. How do you reckon? Oh, well, yeah. 12 schools around the Hunter, high schools, they're just going to keep more and more. But mm-hmm. like I said to you, I think Labor are going to the election with, if they do get in, um, this is what they want to roll out. Yeah. In schools are right across the state. I hope I'm not, I don't have that wrong, but I mean, I think that's a great initiative. Yeah. When are they great. going to start on adults? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you see the odd cafe. Don't, you know, yeah. if you want Wi-Fi, you know, try and talk here or whatever. Yep. Go into a restaurant and you put your pouch and put it up. Yeah. Wouldn't we go off? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we? But when the kids are doing it, bloody earth, they get to have a conversation. <laughs> it's Daniel and Steve.
Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. saw one of those would you rather's Ooh. last night. I thought, okay, I'll tuck it in on the show quickly, oh, okay? I like these. I know. And I'm always curious. The reason I looked at this and went, ooh, I think I definitely know where both of you will go. Oh. But I'm always curious when I'm wrong. Right, okay? Yeah. So, you have this. What would you rather? Okay. Restart your life at six years of age with all the knowledge you have now. Mm-hmm. Or 10 million cash. Ooh. Think so along at home, folks. So you restart your life. When you say with Re- all the knowledge. Restart your life at six years of age with all the knowledge you have now mm. or $10 million cash as is to take it today. I need to ask a few questions. I know what they are. <laughs> they but are. But I don't want to ruin the show. So you go and ask. I want to know, will I know things like lotto numbers? You'll, will I know stock market crashes? We will, well. Oh. Oh, good question. Well, I know scandals, so the, I can blackmail people. No, see, that's where I immediately went. I think it would be more <laughs> knowledge of yourself, because, uh, oh. of course, I went to Almanac. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think both of us right. just grew up with uh, Back to the Future. Right. No, I think knowledge of yourself. Okay. Does my son disappear if I go back to being six? Oh, well, if you question. go back to being... Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, but if you start right? Yeah. All the knowledge, you just go hunt Michael down and say, you and I, mate, we've got to have a kid. Oh, so everybody goes six. Ah, well, I guess. All right. Yeah. You don't know very many answers to my questions. Yeah, you've managed to make this not much fun. <laughs> it was a very simple... Well, I'll, I'll take the 10 million cash, Steve. I'm an instant fix. I just... 10, 10 million right. cash, give it to me right Seek now. Me out. T? Yeah. I knew he'd say that because he's like, oh, God, don't have to have the kids. Yeah. <laughs> 10 million cash. <laughs> oh, wait, does your life disappear? Yeah. 10 million cash. <laughs> See, Rose? I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, that's terrible. I'm joking. Well, I was going to give you my answer, oh, but that was mine. So, I Rosie, knew, I knew that'd be yours. you I, beat me to it. Obviously, I love my child more, much more than you two love yours. That's all right. Luckily for me, none of my kids listen to the show. So, $10 million cash, ta-da. Tenure and Steve's. Oh, this is a very sick story. Yeah. I ugh, it makes me sick even reading it. But not so sick that I won't share it. Good. Yes, we <laughs> Yes, sicko. Yeah. <laughs> there was um there's a beautiful little beach in Thailand called Koh Phangam. Mm-hmm. Um I've never been there, but myself, um some wonderful beaches, but be careful of a particular German tourist by the name of Monica. Oh, okay. she's a no, fencing that, expert. That, I'm just writing that down. Very good tip. The population of 56 billion. Uh, watch out for who was it, Monica. Monica, the ex-German German fencer. Ah! Because there she was lying on a on a little beanbag on the beach. Yes. They were all free. Yes. You know how you can go and sit yourself down. Mm-hmm. When an English lady by the name of Angelina and her partner and her dog wandered mm-hmm. along and said, "Do you mind? Can I have that beanbag?" Well, Monica was having none of it. Even though she only had one bottom, she needed another beanbag maybe for a handbag. I don't know. Okay. Um, but when Monica said no, Angelina kind of went, well, kind of up you. You don't own the beanbags on the beach. True. So she picked it up. With that, Monica leapt forward and bit the top off Angelina's finger. Like clean bit the top off. Right. And so poor old Angelina, she's been rushed back to Britain. Was Angelina pointing at her? 
She must have been. There must have had a bit of a... And there's oh, a con. Rosie's just brought up the photo. Oh, she's bitten the top off there. She has. That's messed up. It is messed up. Um, I love the way this story is written, though, because Angelina, let's all just hope and pray for Angelina's finger, they've rushed her back to Britain and they're doing a new procedure called wrapping to try and save the top of her finger. Right. But the end of the story is what I love best. Mm. Um, <laughs> biting the tip off someone's finger actually is a painful process because our teeth are not designed for such forces. So spare a thought for poor Monica, the German fencer, yeah. because she's going through her own troubles too. Well, of course she her is. Her teeth are paining her yes. for tearing the top off Angelina's finger. I still find the most amazing part of that story is you thought we'd care if Angelina had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's amazing about that? Why would you attack someone with a dog? Oh. You know, that's what I. That's yeah. why I mentioned the dog. Must have been a wussbag dog. <laughs> yes. Done nothing. But biting a finger, I bet she must have been on pingers or she something. Bit her finger Seriously. off. Seriously. Straight through. Who bites a, a person finger oh, off? Oh, Monica, that's who, mate. <laughs> exactly. Keep your eyes peeled, people going to the bloody. Oh, hang on, no, she's back. She's back in Germany. Well, she is now. Uh, They've extradited her. Oh, she's in trouble. Yeah, no more fencing oh. or biting. <laughs> yeah, okay, you mean building fences or fence sword fighter? No, sword fighter. See, I pictured a fence builder. <laughs> <laughs> when you went, yeah, Monica, she's a fencer. I'm going, okay, so she's got guns. <laughs> well, she still has anyway with the, the whole fencing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyway. You've yeah. been warned, everybody. No, 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 that's it. Fair thing. I'm not going there. <laughs> Dirty buggers, those Brits. What's happened? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, just checking. Yeah, no, we can still bag Brits. All good. <laughs> Well, this is a survey that's come from Dr. Carl Krizzlelicky. Yeah, um, he's talking about changing sheets. Yeah. And what he's discovered is that in Britain, this is a nationwide survey, um, <laughs> 4% of Brits admitted their bedding sees the inside of a washing machine only once per year. Per year? Yeah. Um, and what about single blokes? Um, apparently single blokes don't change their sheets for at least four months. Mm. That surprises me. I thought if you were a single bloke, you'd be trying harder. It depends on how lucky you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have a bit of a think there. Yeah, so My answer to you was going to be, well, it's only you. Who cares? <laughs> well, that's that's why I'm, I'm bringing this to the table. I'm curious because Dr. Carl's on a crusade to ask Australians yeah. how often they change their sheets. So, little round table conversation. Mm. Stephen, mm. <laughs> do you even have a sheet these days? Jenny, when my life was kicking... When my life was kicking, I had a dog and a girlfriend. Uh, I can't tell you how often I use my washing machine. Uh, as of three months, going on uh, longer, uh, you know. <laughs> Are you in that um, single blokes every four months bracket? Let's just say I bought white sheets. <laughs> now they're a little, little brown. That's disgraceful. It is, I will say, though. Where Baxter because Baxter people know my dog uh, slept with me old Bax, mm. uh, so I did. I washed once a week. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, you say it like it's an anomaly. Oh yeah, that's what I do, well, and I, I don't my, have a dog. Well, I wash my sheets more than my pants. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, what a catch, eh, hey, ladies? Uh, what yeah. a catch! You know what? You, you can probably hear in my voice. I've given up. <laughs> I don't care anymore. That's right, you listen to a bloke. Soiled pants. How's that? Don't even get him started on his sheets. Oh, oh, right. Oh, my God. People come in the house and gas masks. Oh, my God. Don't care. Oh, Stephen. I might even grow my hair out like George Costanza. <laughs> Do it, please, for my birthday. I don't like. I don't. My, my, I don't like how much you want me to do that. Thing. My birthday's coming. I up find it uncomfortable. In March, I just want you to grow your hair long for me. So you get that little patty cake on top. <laughs> um, Rosie, your sheets, please. 
Um, oh, well, we better ring Lucy. Yeah, <laughs> I better ask the wife. But no, probably not a, of, as often as I should. Come on, answer. Uh, once a month, maybe? Yeah. Every six weeks. She was shocked at me for once a week. How often do you wash your shoes? Every Saturday morning. Unless what? I've had a sweaty midweeker. Well, then... that's once a week. <laughs> Did you just say sweaty midweeker? When it's hot. Yeah. And I get humid. Okay. How much are you sweating? Yeah. Is it just a solo sweat session or is it? Yeah, okay. like, I mean, when, it, when it's really humid. Yes. And oh. you wake up the next morning going, oh, that was disgusting. Yeah. I need to wash the sheets again. So once or twice a week. You know the true reason, though? What? It's once not actually hygiene yeah. for me. What is it? Oh. The smell? No, putting that place. <laughs> the, the, the fitted sheet. Oh, oh. oh yeah. hate doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a hassle. I actually love you it. You just give it a bit sheet. of a spray with that carpet clean. No worries. <laughs> all. all right? Hey? Smells <laughs> like, if I do believe, uh, it's a lavender okay. and vanilla. <laughs> that is disgusting. Oh, my God. That really is disgusting. Rosie just went, where'd you get that from? <laughs> <laughs>